0: what makes a song perfect? Does it get stuck in your head, give you all the feels, make you get up and dance? Is it just personal taste or are there some objective qualities that elevate a song to this level? Join us as we attempt to answer these questions and more. This is the perfect song.
1: Very
0: Hello and welcome to The Perfect Song. Today we'll be discussing a song by Stevie Wonder called Superstition. And uh, this song was nominated by none other than Alan. So let me throw it over to Al to give you a little background.
1: Hello, this is Alan. Uh, Superstition is a song recorded by Stevie Wonder, not only by Stevie Wonder, but uh, this is the version we're talking about today. It was recorded in 1972. It was a collaboration, actually. It came from uh, Jeff Beck and Stevie Wonder wanting to work together on Stevie's album Talking Book, and while they were in the process of recording songs that were or working on songs they already had, Jeff Beck started playing that little drum beat at the beginning of the song, and... Stevie Wonder said, keep playing that. And then he just started improvising that very famous riff that is on the song. And that was sort of the birth of the song. Originally, uh, Stevie Wonder was going to have Jeff Beck and his band release it first But uh, I think there were delays in that. And Barry Gordy at Motown's like, no, this is a hit. Let's just get this out. And uh, so Stevie Wonder's version came out first. It was a huge success. It was number one in the United States in 1973. I think it hit number 11 in the UK. And it is an incredibly famous song. uh, So recognizable just from the outset the instrumentation, the funk, all of it. Uh, Rolling Stone puts out their 500 greatest songs of all time list, which they then revise. It was originally number 74. And I think in the most recent one, it's like number 12. So as time goes on, its its power grows, just like uh, the dark one in the Lord of the Rings. Anyway, um, I don't know why I said that. Because you're a nerd. I am a nerd and a Proud- bit of a geek. Proudly. Yes. Oh, I'll wear it proudly. <laughs> um, so that's kind of the background of the song. The song itself, if you haven't heard it, I'll be shocked. Um, but it is, a, I think, a funk classic or a funky classic. Maybe. I don't know if it's really considered true, true funk.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's R&B, but a very funky R&B yeah yeah perhaps
1: and it's just one of those sort of rump shaking songs as soon as you start hearing it man you just doesn't matter what you're doing you're bopping along you're dancing you're moving hopefully it's like kind of like a pseudo big chill moment when they're all cleaning (laughs) the dishes and
0: (laughs) yeah uh you can't help but move i'll have to say that this was one uh one of my first Top, one of the top 10 songs when I was thinking about what a perfect song could be or what songs could be considered perfect, this is definitely one of them that I chose. It's just a great song and tipping my hand here. But yeah, can't help but move. It's very funky and the instrumentation and the arrangement is fantastic.
2: Of all the Stevie Wonder songs, it actually probably is my personal favorite. Um, and so I and I, it, it's hard to not... Uh, crank up the volume louder when it comes on too. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, uh, and that's, it just happens to be one of those songs that just timeless, you know, kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And I think before we started recording, I said, this might be a pretty easy one uh, and short because I mean, (laughs) there's not much I can say. Like when I, (laughs) when I listen to the songs that we discuss on these shows, I, you know, I take notes and I literally like have two notes (laughs) and like the first one is just i love this song in all caps and it's like funky gets me moving love the horns and then the second one is it cannot be better
2: (laughs) you didn't make a note about moog bass
0: (laughs) no i didn't you can talk about it
2: no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about how stevie
0: generally plays all the instruments although obviously with horns and things you know he had people come in but just amazing stuff you know arranging Oh yeah well
2: when I was reading about the the, the story of this song, it's uh, when they were recording it at Electric Lady Studios, by the way, um, very famous studio. Uh, they, they put all the instruments in a circle uh, for him to just choose what he's gonna go to. <laughs> I thought oh, nice. that was really kind of cool the, the, the story behind the making of the song.
1: It's such a unique sound, too, because that um, I'm not a a gear guy, so I don't really know all the instruments and everything, but that um, keyboard has whatever he was using has such a unique Mm -hmm. sound to it.
0: I believe it's a clavinet, a certain model clavinet or something that
1: musicians know i don't yeah again i'm not i don't know i'm pretty sure you just made that up but okay it,
2: it, it, it actually be- <laughs> it actually is a clap it actually is a clavinet because I, I have it in front of me here <laughs> not, oh. not his clavinet not his clavinet but the the, the instruments on the i was gonna the, say you have song. it there how did you get I have it clavinet right here
0: <laughs> yeah that trivia about uh jeff beck sort of coming up with that intro drum drum line that stevie started riffing on i did not know that it's that's some trivia for you folks the demo for it was recorded pretty quickly. I think the same day they first sat down and they started jamming. It was his
2: second song that became number one in the U.S. And uh, the other one is a song that I really don't know. So it, this is the one that kind of cemented him. I think you're um, thinking um, of fingertips. I, I think he, fingertips, yeah. 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 But I didn't really know the song. I mean, I, I, I as familiar with it, I should say. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd heard it before, but not really something that I really knew. Yeah. But um, – if you ever get a chance to just go to YouTube and and search for the uh when he performed uh superstition on Sesame Street, it's great video. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Sesame Street. Yeah. That's
0: where I will be
1: Sesame Street.
0: <laughs> Remember when Sesame Street was good?
1: No, oh, i sorry. Yeah. What? I haven't. Actually, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, what are you, what are you <laughs> harshing on Sesame Street for?
2: Well, they they did take some years and really focused on Elmo a little bit too much.
1: The Elmo years. Yeah, you got to pay the bills, though. <laughs> That's true. Big Bird wasn't bringing in the big moolah.
0: So, yeah, Superstition is a great song. Stevie has a lot of great songs, though. Um, mm-hmm. I'd be interested to know, you guys, what are what's another from his vast catalog that you think is perhaps as good or close to superstition uh mike why don't you why don't you go first
2: uh my, my well one of my other personal favorites is sir duke from yes. songs in the key of life i think it's a great song uh again very funky at times <laughs> yeah um but if i mean if we're just picking one that's the one i would pick but I, i'd also probably go for an earlier one too. sign sealed, delivered which is mm. great yeah that's a classic
0: Uh, All right. How about you? You got a song or two that of note?
1: Uh, Well, the ones that really stick with me are like Higher Ground, uh, which is, I think, a great song. Also covered uh, actually quite famously by uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm -hmm. And I would and maybe just because it came out at a particular time in my life, I just called to say I love you. It's just, (laughs) you know, I was a teenager yeah. And it's a good song. It's a very, very good song. It is so. good.
0: It has that really interesting kind of uh, arpeggio keyboard thing throughout the whole thing. And it feels kind of mechanical. I, I It's different from my memory. I remember it. Mm-hmm. But with his Stevie Wonder vocals on top of it, it just really works. And it has great like harmonies going on in the background, I believe, too. Yeah. Well, for me, I think um, uh, Living for the City uh, is great. Yeah. Um, Songs in the Key of Life, Mike mentioned that album. The whole thing It's such a good album. Like this, and and yeah, Sir Duke is great.
1: Well, also, you know, from Talking Book is also um, "You Are the Sunshine of My Life," which is also a. great That's song. a great song. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Also, on on Songs in the Key of Life is "Isn't She Lovely" too, which is also Oops. a great song. Oh, yes,
0: yeah. I'm actually going to Songs in the Key of Life since I mentioned it, and yeah, uh, "I Wish" is great, and "Pastime Paradise" again. Not covered, but sampled for Gangster's Paradise. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a double album, that uh, song's in the key of life. My dad had that
2: one, and it got played a lot. Steve, Steve you wonder songs you can skip. That's what friends <laughs> are for. And part-time lover.
0: <laughs> part-time lover, yeah. yeah. Uh, I always thought it was a apartheid lover, but it didn't make sense. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: Never mind. No, I don't think it was. <laughs>
0: So, so there you go. I mean, Stevie Wonder, uh, Superstition's great, but you know what? A wide catalog for you you all to explore. Let's vote. Let's vote. Uh, well, we'll start with Al. Uh, is this a perfect song? Yes. Okay. Uh, and uh, on my little notes, when I you know, put down these very copious and detailed notes, it just says, hell yes. How about you, Mike?
2: Just to give it an international flair, we. Oui. <laughs> Thank you for the
1: international flair. Thank you. I feel like I'm having some Nescafe right now.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not too surprised. It's just such a universally, uh, it's universally celebrated, but it's because it's a great song. And, yeah. it's, and it's timeless.
1: There's a reason why we all know Superstition, and yet we are not all as familiar with fingertips. You know what I mean? It's It's not saying it's not a great song, but it hasn't had the impact that Superstition has.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. And for all the reasons you mentioned, the production, arrangement, uh that great funky clavinet. Funky yeah. clavinet. Um, yeah. And we've all we all agree. So that means we have a turkey. <laughs> three three gobble, <laughs> gobble, gobble, Three three uh yeses in a row. So there you have it, folks. I mean, if you haven't heard the song, just you know, come on. Where have you been? Where have you been? And it's fantastic. And it's great. Uh, try to listen to it, not just like on your phone, on the bus or something. Headphones uh, or loud from a, you know, from a stereo speaker is the best way to go because you just...
2: Or if you are on a bus with a big boom box turn yeah. very loud to annoy the people around you. And start dancing and
0: everyone will join you. I'm telling you. Because you can't help it. Well, I can't help it. So there you go. Superstition. Stevie Wonder. A perfect song. Check it out. And uh, we'll uh, hope to see you in our next show. Say bye. Oh, bye.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. And please join us next time when we show the reaction video that Stevie has to listen to our podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to invite Stevie over <laughs> to listen and we'll see what he says.
1: So we can hear him say, who the f- are these guys? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was about to go into a Stevie Wonder impression. I thought better of it.
1: I'm glad you did
0: but I happen to have Eddie Murphy here. Come on in, Eddie. (laughs) All right, bye. Thank you for listening to this Gen Explainers podcast. Follow us on Instagram and friend us on Facebook. Just search for Gen Explainers and find us on Patreon where you can support the channel and gain access to extended cuts of the podcast as well as exclusive bonus content. See you next time.